Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place. It's time for the late night snack. That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. You're professionals. We create a perfect world in our heads. Hey guys, we are back with the late night snack and it's really exciting. We officially launched this past week on all the streaming platforms and we've had lots of people listening and texting us about really enjoying the show and we're just really loving the feedback and it's been a very fulfilling and exciting week for us. So thanks for coming back and listening. Yeah, thank you so much for streaming. Thank you for all the reviews. Uh, Just thank you all for giving us a chance. It's just really uplifting to see all the positive vibes y'all are giving us. And I just think it's even more fascinating to see where people are listening. Uh, You know, this is coming straight out of Nashville, so we knew there was going to be a lot of Tennessee streams. But it's kind of cool to see that, you know, y'all are streaming this all over the world. So this is really, really cool. We really appreciate it. It's been awesome. And we had to celebrate by, of course, reviewing some sort of fast food item, as we randomly like to do. And we have noticed that a lot of places have been coming out with chicken sandwiches. Here in Nashville, like Dawson just mentioned, that's where we are. Um, Really exciting. Taco Bell has been testing their new taco chicken chicken sandwich taco. That's Um, close enough. That's pretty much what it is. Um, And I'd say that I'm kind of like the ultimate taste tester here because here are the things that I taste tested for my own personal experiment. (laughs) I grabbed the Taco Bell. Wait, I just want to clarify. This was not at the same time. And, you know, I don't want y'all thinking yeah, I went separate to... separate th- days. I didn't go to three separate fast food uh, places in one trip. You know, I don't have a problem. I was just curious. And this is just an overtime kind of thing, right? So first, I got Taco Bell's new chicken taco thing. Yeah. That's probably not the right name for it or whatever, but if you look it up, you'll find it. It's in select areas, like Maddie said. So Nashville's one of them, so I knew how to try it. So I got that. Uh, Today, actually, uh, me and Maddie got the spicy chicken sandwich at McDonald's. McDonald's. The brand new one. No more basic McChicken. It's... No more. And then just to, as like the control group for the experiment, the classic Chick-fil-A sandwich um that's just kind of like the fallback you know it's just like where do we set the standard so i did not consume the taco bell one so i'm gonna refer to dawson for a review on that i'll I'll, I'll give you my honest truthful review yes taste great it's great taste. he has a big complaint though right i'm getting there i'm getting there uh it's great tasting um you wouldn't think that it would be good but it's not like a taco like the it's kind of like the chalupa wrap that kind of soft it's pretty good you know the only problem is the size now if it was like a dollar you know i would get it but it's like a couple dollars so if you need if you want to get full off of it right you're gonna have to eat like he's three, really passionate about this <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to eat three or four of them and it's just way too much money for that you know but I'm not saying don't get it because it's really, really good. Go to Taco Bell. Give it a shot when it comes out wherever you are because they're definitely really, really good. And then today, we, me and Maddie had the spicy chicken deluxe. Or it's not the deluxe, mm-hmm. but it's the crispy. That's what I don't know. Yeah, something. It was, I mean, I, I tasted this one so I can direct the review on this one. It exceeded my expectations. Um, the, the bag was almost identical to Chick-fil-A. Yes. 
which Dawson's like, they're going to have a problem here. No, Chick-fil-A's going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to sue you <laughs> pretty hard. <laughs> um, um, but taste-wise, it was good. I'll say this. It was fire. I can tell you right now that that's going to hurt coming out, just the way it tasted. There's no way it's not. It, I mean, it burned all areas of my mouth, throat area. We also it's, didn't get a drink. We did strictly sandwich taste test, which was a major mistake. First bite, which it wasn't like too spicy. It could have been spicier. See, you got the regular Taco Bell one. You didn't get the spicy. No, I didn't. The spicy Taco Bell comes with jalapenos now, on it. Now, thank you for clarifying that, you know, because testing and lab results are very important. You got to exactly. be very specific. Very precise. So I, just for clarification, I got the regular chicken taco. I did not get the spicy. So the spicy one might be so good. It has jalapenos. See, that's, that sounds pretty it's good It's kind of game-changing. I can't think of another spicy chicken sandwich on the market that has jalapenos. Really, from a market research perspective, Hold I'm on. feeling... What about the jalapeno popper oh, sandwich at Wendy's? At Wendy's. I did try that a couple weeks ago. Didn't even think to put that in our notes to talk about, but that's true. I taste-tested taste the Wendy's jalapeno popper chicken sandwich, which we, is... We know our food. We... <laughs> Like, we know our fast food chicken sandwiches. You should really listen to us. We have tested a lot of them, clearly. Yeah. Um, I'd say, oh, we never even talked about the control group, Chick-fil-A. Always good. Chick-fil-A is always good. But I think they're going to have to step it up because now that like everybody's here's, entering the chicken sandwich market. Yes, but here's why Chick-fil-A needs to step it up. Because McDonald's spicy crispy chicken sandwich has sauce, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a And it's just meal. like Popeye's. Popeye's. So it's just like Popeye's chicken sandwich, but it's more like Chick-fil-A's patty, mm-hmm. but Popeye's tasting, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's rather delicious, you know? <laughs> rather delicious. <laughs> and the thing about Chick-fil-A is like, yeah, you can keep the same product you've got going, or you can spice it up a little bit and add something new to it. And I think with all the war going on, I think the marketing team is I think, planning something big. I think pickles and, you know, the regular Chick-fil-A just has pickles. But I think cheese, pickles, lettuce, tomato, it's too basic. You got to start adding jalapenos, different sauces, really, really changing it up to stay on the game. It'll be interesting. We'll continue to update as we try more chicken sandwiches. I'll, 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 throw, <laughs> I'll throw this idea out there to Chick-fil-A uh, just from... You know, just from my personal own taste buds, what I'd like to see, and maybe they've already been working on it, but like a Chipotle chicken sandwich, like a Chipotle sauce, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like some kind of like Monterey Jack cheese, something like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think that'd be pretty cool, you know, we'll see. I'll, I don't know who to contact at Chick-fil-A, but we'll let them know. Yeah, uh, but as you can tell from just that past conversation, we know a thing or two about culinary arts, and we're really here to spread the word. We're spreading the word about good food. These aren't ads. These are just us helping you out, looking out for your taste buds, okay? We care a lot about your taste buds. We also care a lot about your footwear. Yes, we do. Men, listen to me, okay? If you are not 55 years old and married or going to church, do not wear Dockers Zero Strap Sandals, okay? If you don't know what those are off the top of your head, those are the sandals where, like, it's like a thousand straps that come up the sides and has like the toe guard. And they're brown. They're brown. They're rather really relevant at church. If you go to church, uh, you'll see 
10 to 15 of these bad boys. They're like the gross version of Birkenstocks. Like Birkenstocks are the acceptable, socially acceptable Jesus sandals, you know? But these are... No, but Birkenstocks are like a vibe. This doesn't have a vibe. This just like... Guys will put this on and they'll be like, where did all the girls go? I have no idea what happened. They just... They're gone. And And I'll tell you why. make a women's version. Yeah, no. uh, I don't care if it's men or women's. They're just... It's bad. Okay? It's not a vibe. It's just... In my opinion... Here's how it is for men. Men have to dress nice and look good until they get married, right? Once you're married, mission you throw ac- it all out the window. Mission accomplished. You've done what you need to do. Okay, throw those cargo shorts on. Put on your Dockers. You know, <laughs> go out for a mow on Saturday and just live in your glory of I've done it. You know, I've sealed the deal. I, I have impressed all I need to impress. As a future wife, I'd like to say that I hope you have a little more respect for yourself, at least for like the first 20 years of the marriage. Oh, okay. I'm not saying freshly married, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying these like 28-year-old guys are out here wearing, you know, uh, baggy sweatpants with mustard stains. But I'm saying like you're in your late 40s. You've had a couple of kids. You've seen, you've seen some stuff. And you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. There's besides impressing your boss and impressing your wife your friends are going to be there you know you're not going to lose friends over what you wear so like yeah once you've <laughs> been fake basically your do you whole think life that like dynamic changes because like right now you're in college right i would say your guy college friends care decently about what they wear right and if you wore something really stupid they'd probably tell you do you think as men age they just stop calling that out because like at some level, when you wear those shoes, it's kind of like a I'm giving up on life kind of shoe. You yes. know what I mean? And do you think your other guy friends are like, maybe I should check on him? Or do you think that just isn't a thing? I think it's very specific to the friend group. I have friends that every day, I mean, they wear things that are just way too much for me. I mean, it's like <laughs> denim bleached jackets with like a dream catcher necklace. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's a lot of effort for me. Okay. <laughs> But at the same time, vice versa, I've got friends that wear like blue t-shirt, red gym shorts, orange socks, flip-flop slides, and they'll just walk in public like I, I could I could care less. And I feel like there's a happy medium there. Like you don't have to dress like your God himself, but you also, you know, shouldn't look like you just woke up. I feel like there's a real happy medium there. But your guy friends who dress like, you know, like Nike tall Nike socks, neon gym shorts. Do you call them out on that or do you just let it happen? As a girl, I'm just saying, like, we we call that out, I feel like. I mean, yeah, because you're girls. I was just asking if it was different. Guys are like, you know, sometimes it's just not your day and that's what you wear. And, like, if it's that kind of thing, yeah. But then there's sometimes where, like, your friend will just be complaining about how, like, he doesn't want to be single anymore, but then he will just wear the same kind of outfit. And it's like, why don't you shake it up a bit, you know? Shake it up. Just like try something new. Hey, put on jeans. Je- if a guy You're a recent a recent adopter of the jeans. I've recently gotten to jeans very much so. Uh I used to you know, I used to be strictly khakis or strictly joggers, sweatpants, I love that the kind ca- of thing. Khaki look on you, but I like the jeans. Jeans is a new look, and I'm I'm really excited about it because it feels like a new chapter in my life. You know, I feel like I'm getting to the age where like jeans are are going to be a big deal for me, you know, yeah. being, you know, in my twenties, 
uh, heading into 30s and 40s, like the gene evolution is just beginning. Yeah. You know, right now it's getting at like the, you know, the navy and like the, you know, light denim. But over time, it's just going to become baggier and baggier and baggier because that's how it is. Look at dad jeans. They're all the rage. They're they're badass is what they are. If I saw, you know, those like jeans people wore in like the 90s and early 2000s, like the really wide ones. Yes. Um, so apparently Target is selling them again and they're like coming back. And I'm not really sure how I feel about that, but you know, you've heard all of this talk, right? Like the side part and the, the jeans, this is like a girl thing, I guess. But, um, big thing on TikTok is if you, you're old now, if you part your hair on the side and wear skinny jeans, it's baggy jeans, middle parts only. Well, I think it's fascinating is our generation, specifically like our age, yeah, I feel like because we're technically part of Gen Z, but it's not really like the you know younger. It's not the younger Gen Z that's doing this. It's more the older Gen Z. But they're taking aspects of fashion that were deemed to be always really lame and making it cool. Like New Balance struck gold with us oh, yeah. because we were like, you know what? It's so cool to rock those bad boys out. <laughs> And New Balance, like, they couldn't handle that at first. They're like, these are for retirement homes only. I don't know why you're wearing these to frat parties, but sure, we'll just start mass producing these bad boys. And sure enough, I think they're killing it. I saw a girl TikToker who's, like, decently famous. She makes videos about Disney World with her family. It's a very niche audience. And she posted a picture the other day of her and her husband wearing matching, like, dad New Balances. So, like, I mean, it's... It's definitely a thing. It's really coming back. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. But like, you know, like probably last season, whatever that means, people were wearing like the really chunky, really chunky sneakers. I'm not about that. Like the Balenciagas and like the really chunky filas. Like I'm not about it. I'm not about it either. And you know what was a uh, fashion trend in elementary school (laughs) that I just remembered in this moment? And it was, (laughs) do you remember those Reebok shoes that were like zigzaggity on the bottom? Mm Mm-hmm. What happened with those? Do you remember when uh, Nike first came out with, oh my gosh, what are they called? I cannot remember. The really thin, they were a girl thing. The really thin soles that had like the little cuts in them, you know, that were really flexible. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's a specific name for them and I wanted them so bad. I wanted black ones so bad. My mom never got me them, but they were really cool. The other big middle school girl thing was gauchos. Do you know what that is? No. They're like... They're the pants that are every girl is listening who's listening to this is like knows exactly what I'm talking about. They were kind of like yoga pants before yoga pants, but they were like only came to like they were like capri length and they were like wide and flowy and like t-shirt material kind of. I think I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big thing. They were my favorite pants as a kid. I just remember that uh my middle school fashion game was so weak, but I thought it was so cool. Oh, same. Jeans under skirts was another big one. God, <laughs> I remember my favorite look in middle school. Looking back, I was like, what are you doing? But baggy, and I mean baggy, like past the kneecaps, almost to the ankles, cargo shorts. I had ones with like little straps that came off the end just for a little ex- extra flair. Oh my gosh. Um, and I matched that with a Monsters Energy Drink zip-up hoodie. Which you did not. <laughs> I can't believe you're admitting to this. Yeah, I just, being real, being who I am. But the fact that I wore a hoodie that had a zipper. I mean, I can't imagine wearing a zipper now. I don't know. That's just me. He's really anti the full zip. 
sweatshirts. Right. Dawson feels very strongly. I only like zippers on bomber jackets unzipped. Okay. But like the zip up hoodie, it's just not a vibe. It's not a vibe that I roll with. I like the pullover hoodie. Yeah. You know, that's just me personally. I'm not, hey, look, if you're out there, you love your zip up hoodie. You keep rocking and rolling doing you. Maybe it fits your vibe. But for me, just not me. I feel like freshman year of high school, the big thing was like head to toe neon Nike outfit. I remember a boy I dated freshman year of high school. Sorry if you're listening to this. He doesn't dress like this anymore, so it's not a problem. But used to wear like yellow neon Nike sneakers, then yellow neon Nike socks, then neon yellow Nike shorts. You know, the long, long ones. Had a neon yellow Nike backpack. It was like the full fit being the same neon bright matching color. Was this also a thing for you? Did he play soccer? That's a very soccer guy move. That's the most concerning part. No. I think he played maybe freshman football. Hmm. I think maybe he eventually, he might have played football through high school. I don't really remember, but I feel definitely like that's a, not soccer. It's definitely big in the soccer culture to wear like the matching uh Outfits. However, when I saw Kendrick Lamar perform uh, in the Damn oh, Tour yeah. in was that DC, right? DC, but was that 2016? I feel like that's the year. Maybe I have no idea. I feel like it was 2016. I might be wrong. Don't fact check me because I might be wrong on that. But it was in DC, and his uh, like kind of theme was um, Kung Fu Kenny, which he references a lot in his album. And so he dressed up like Kill Bill which is like the Kill Bill matching outfit, mm-hmm. that was super cool. He killed it. There's <laughs> not, a awesome. whole, not a whole... I could not kill that kind of outfit. I would look ridiculous. He looked like a beast. I loved it. Yeah. Well, when we were talking the other day too, or I guess I mentioned that since we started dating, it's been COVID. So we really haven't gotten to go out or like do a whole lot of things. And I have... I was like shocked because living in Nashville, especially like we, I used to go to concerts all the time and different things. And we haven't been able to do any of that. But excitingly, tonight we are going to our first live entertainment date. Would you like to tell the people? Yes, I would love to tell them. Guess (laughs) what kind of act it is? It's a stand-up comic act. In fact, it's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. I think it's one of Maddie's favorite stand-up comedians. Uh, It's Christina P., a wife of Tom Segura. I love both. Tremendously huge fans of your mom's house. Wonderful podcast. Go check it out if you want. Uh, it is way filthier than this podcast. <laughs> so if you're not li- if you're not supposed to be listening to inappropriate content, don't go listen to it. But if it's A-OK, go check it out. It's a wonderful show. Um, and this I- is part of my Valentine's Day gift was getting these tickets for us. And we're just really excited. So I love you. Thank you again. Because I'm so excited. I've seen Tom live. I saw him perform his ball hog set uh, at the Ryman. Which would be so cool. I'm very jealous. Now that I'm like into like the stuff that they do, I really like... It was it really good. Awesome. It was so... God, Tom's like... Uh, his timing and his tone is so unique because most comics, a lot of comedians, they come at you with jokes. Mm-hmm. He's so laid back. And it's just fascinating how he can do that. But like he pulls audiences in with being so laid back. It's just kind of fascinating. Dawson, like, dissects comedy more than anyone I know. Like, he, like, loves it. So he could go on for hours about all of this, I'm sure. Um, Just the technique and all of that. I I mean, I love... I When I was growing up, my dad would always, like, come into my bedroom and, like, lay with me, and we would watch stand-up comedians. Um, One being Bill Cosby. But, I mean, 
you know, didn't see that coming when I was six. So not anymore. No, but like I used to watch like clean comedy like that. And then my dad started showing me like George Carlin and stuff like that. That wasn't so clean, but an airplane airplane. Yeah. I just sort of and Monty Python, lots of comedy stuff. So like I just grew like a love for it. And like I saw it as an art. There's a lot of people that just see it as like, oh, that's funny. But there's an art to it. And it's I, everyone's different. Everyone has their own thing. Um, but I'm really excited to see Christina P in like a stand-up act because I've only heard her as a comedy podcaster and I haven't watched her Netflix specials yet, but I'm really excited to see what her stand-up's like. And that's only a few hours away. I know. I'm most excited to see if she got a nose ring. And I know that if you guys don't listen to your mom's house, you wouldn't know, but, um, there might be, we might be the first people to see if that nose ring's real. So apparently Tom wanted her to get a nose ring and she was like, I'll get one. And so... Maybe that's a bit. I don't know, but we will find out. Well, tonight. We're gonna find out. We'll let you know. So we're really excited about that. Um, I think that this is means that it's time for news story. Oh, I got a news story for you. Please enlighten me. I'm very excited. Dawson picks the news stories, so I am very excited. Okay, so you know how like you go to like venture in your backyard and just see what's going on you know as one does well like imagine like if you went back there like say you wanted to build a pool or something like that so you start digging in your backyard what if you found something you know some people like you see the news stories like they dig up like oh i found this like you know artifact or i found like this dinosaur I think, like bone. someone's dead pet like we buried my dog yeah. when i was younger in our backyard and i always was like someone's gonna Dig this up someday. Sorry, that got really well, morbid really super, fast. Yeah, that was super dark and morbid and really kind of sad. So thank you for taking us on that kind of road there. Yeah, that was really cool. I've, yeah, that's where I was going with this. Rip Rosie, we love you. R.I.P. Rosie, you're a good dog. Was it a good girl? Yeah, she was a good girl. She that's only lived for eight weeks. It was really sad. We don't need to talk about this it. This is so depressing. This is supposed to be a funny show. Thank you for making us cry. I was seven years old. Stop. <laughs> it's just getting sadder. Anyways, so... There was a guy in Arizona who was trying to plant a tree in his backyard. So he starts, you know, digging up, you know, the grass in his backyard. Yeah. He finds a duffel bag filled with guns. Oh my gosh. That's not what I expected. I also, side note, unrelated to the guns, curious as to what kind of tree he was planting. But that's a whole other story. I, mean, I just have a lot of questions. That that depends on, you know, the weather in Arizona. And I know. But more importantly, <laughs> these guns that are in this bag... They're yeah, not like. I want to see. I'll say this: they're not like pew pew kind of guns. They're like. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're like <laughs> some serious guns. They think. What else do we know? Yeah, this is. A, I need to know more. Um. Do we know who the guns belong to? Are they illegal? Like, why are they there? Did were they used to commit crimes? Uh, they don't know. What they do know is that the house that they bought yeah. was rented out before. Oh, that's uh, never good. Yeah. And so it was nerve-wracking, quote-unquote. And um, he said, quote, why do you bury them there? There has to be a reason. I hope that this is a story that we can update on because I am very, I need to know. I, if you know anything about Dawson and I, we are basically amateur investigative journalists in our own free time. We yeah. love to really dig into things, find out who did these things, why they happened, where they live, all those things. Um so I'm very curious. I want to know where the guns came from, what their purpose is. The guns came from the backyard. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, super cool. Uh, let me ask you something. 
you're in your backyard, you're digging, you find a bag filled with guns. Yes. What do you do? Call the police. Well, that's what he did. But I'm saying like... It makes me... It really Do you s- move? Do you like, oh, I got to leave? Like, I'm Oh, in- <laughs> absolutely. Because I- <laughs> you're like, I... Okay, first off, buying a rental property is sometimes risky. You know, weird. The, who knows what the people who lived there before you did, you know, in that house. But then you find guns and you're like, oh, I don't think that people left these guns here for a good reason. Someone's probably coming back for these guns. And I would like to not be here when that happens. I will say this. I think there are a lot of legal gun owners out there, um, but I don't know if a lot of them have buried their guns before. Well, exactly. And it's like, I, so yeah, no, especially if it's like husband, wife, starting a family, new house kind of thing, which is what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Um, Would not be trying to raise a family of young children when guns were buried in the backyard. Yeah, it's definitely a not cool you know, to find a bit. Honestly, like if they find the guy who buried the guns or a group of guys and they arrest them, honestly, I think he should go down to where they are and they go, hey, you know what, guys? Not cool. That is, <laughs> that is totally rude of you to just leave guns there. Take them with you. But also finders keepers. I mean, you find a bag full finders of guns. Keepers. You find a bag full of guns like, hey, you just got a, a lot of guns. You know what I mean? If I found a bag of guns, I would also call the police. But... The thing about these two, just looking at the pictures of them, of course, they have like a lot of dirt on them, but they look like really beaten up and old. So it's been there a while. That's crazy. What if they're like, do you think they're connected to a crime and the person like buried them there to like not be associated with the crime? Or do you think, like I said, someone buried them there to like come back for them later? I definitely, (laughs) it wasn't a guy that was like, hey, I just use these at the firing range at a target practice. Guess I'll just bury these now. Like, I'm very curious, is this linked to, like, illegal firearm sales? Or is it linked to a murder? Is it linked to a gang? Like, I just have a lot of, lot of questions for this man. There are links. Um, we don't know what the links are, and guess what? If you had to guess, though, like, which one do you think it is? It's probably gangs. I don't feel like Arizona... This is a dumb thing to say. Are there a lot of gangs in Arizona? Um, it's in Phoenix, this but story. I, I don't know anything about Arizona. You're asking me as if I'm, like criminology expert of the state of I'm sorry. Arizona. Um, I just thought of a really cute story, though, that involves gangs. What's that? Um, do you remember the first night that we met and you scared me by talking about that scary gang? And then you walked me back to my dorm because I was scared and it was late. I didn't, I didn't just randomly talk to you about it. There was something <laughs> that came up and I was explaining to you. That was adorable, wasn't it? It was really sweet. Yeah. It's always really cute to bring up gang violence on the first day. It wasn't a date. It wasn't, but it was like a one-on-one hangout. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and you, you really cared about me. I really hope that we get an update on the Arizona gun people soon. We will obviously, like all of the stories we talk about, try to keep you updated and let you know what happens. Um, but that's the end of the fourth episode. We, once again, are just really thankful that you guys have been listening and enjoying the podcast. Keep reviewing it on Apple and following us on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at late night snack pod or email us at late night snack dot the podcast. Um, and yeah, once again, we're just really happy that you're here. Um, and we'll, we'll hear from you next week. Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell whoever you want. Tell Get a stranger the- on the street let's grow this family get them in the family let's join come together burped right there (laughs) so you know it's a really professional podcast when he just burps right in the mic but um yeah 
and tell everyone about it. Get them here every Thursday, 7 a.m. We got a new episode dropping, so content's coming your way. Thank y'all. Have a good week. We can't wait to see you next week. See you later.